Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 142 of the Travelmation Podcast, where we talk about all things travel, Disney, and more. Now, guys, I am telling you, we are in one of our all-time favorite Disney destinations. You can probably hear the soundtrack in the background. I'll give you a second. Try to take a guess where we are. We are recording live from La Caba de Tequila. Here we are. Here in Mexico at Epcot. Never happier. We've been talking about this one for months now. So I've been super hyped. But yeah, we got the OG3 here in the house. And then we are joined by our new friend and very good friend now, Umberto. Did I say that well? Yeah, you, you did, yeah. My awesome. name is Umberto. Perfect. But you know, actually, Perfect. it has an H at the beginning. It could be in, in here in English, like a Umberto. Umberto. But it's Umberto. But you don't forget about that because at the end of this like uh, conversation, you're going to be still like uh, calling me like a uh, Antonio Bandera. I got a question for you. After one chat of tequila, everybody called me. Yes, Antonio Banderas. So, well, no, my name is Umberto. Umberto, thank you for having us here at Macava. We've got in front of us, just to give you guys a picture, if you're running right now, if you're in the car, we're, we're going to make you really jealous That's of us right. right now. In front of us, we have four tequila shots, essentially. We're a tasting, not really shots. Um, and you're going to walk us through some of the differences. We're going to talk about Macava. We're going to talk about you. And then we've got the classic because, you know, it wouldn't be a, a day of the week that ends in Y if we didn't have chips and queso. That's so. right. Chips, queso, guac, tequila, here we are. And How are you feeling? And we can't forget the crickets. Christina's I'm feeling a little <laughs> nauseous. They're right in front of me. Christina's so. really excited about the crickets. <laughs> really excited. So, Umberto, why don't you start us, tell us a little bit about you, what's your history, and then how'd you wind up here at La Cava? Perfect. No, first of all, thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate it. And I'm gonna start sharing all, all the the, the Cava history and all the things that is around here. So I was born and raised in Tequila, in the town. Wow. But, yeah. Wow. For the people that they don't know, there is a town in Mexico. It's called Tequila. It's in the Jalisco state. Okay. And then actually Puerto Vallarta is about three hours and a half from Tequila and Guadalajara, which is gonna be the second largest city. It's gonna be like a one hour and a half from Tequila. So I was born there, my family is living down there. So every time I have the chance, I back and forth and see my family and came back here because here in La Cava is something similar to Tequila. I've been here like uh, for 13 years old, wow. not years, just right here. Thirteen years, yeah, but it's so for me. It's something like a little bit from my town right. because here I got the chance to share traditions. So you got the chance. Please go to my town. That town is beautiful. Uh, nobody has to let you know that you're there when you're getting closer to the town, because when you get in there, you're gonna start watching all the agaves landscape on the, the both sides. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's gonna be like a blue carpets of agave that they wow. are adorning all the region. That's so so cool. you from the both sides, you're so gonna see. Know. Yeah, it's gonna be amazing. The, the the town is beautiful. Please go there. It's so safe being down there, but you're gonna enjoy the small distilleries, the large distilleries, technology, not technology. Even the food down there is amazing, and we got a lot of traditions to share. So I was born right there in the town. My dad was working for a distillery all his life. So I got the chance to be right there since I was a kid. So that's why when I was working in uh, the last time in Cuervo Distilleries, they were about to open this beautiful place, La Cava del Tequila. So um, they came to Tequila and then invited to my friend Hilda. Hilda was the first tequila ambassador wow. at La Cava. Oh we love Hilda. We love Hilda. Yeah, yeah. She, 
she was working uh, with me at Cuervo Distillery and then she started with this project since here in Disney they were about to open this place. So the, the place has to be with people that was born in tequila. So they invited Hilda to be here and she started with this project. It was so, it worked a lot. So yep. we started. Yeah. Very popular. Always a line. Of course, it's so deep. She uh, recommended me to, to be working here. So I was like, um, so then I started working here. And then for me, it was so, so amazing this experience. Because as I told you, for me, it's like uh, sharing my traditions, yeah. sharing the things we are doing in my town, sharing about my family, sharing stories. Right here. In yeah, so States, like, that's amazing. So, so nice. So it's, it has been really good for me being in this place. That's awesome. amazing. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about I know that you guys uh, here recently, maybe within the last year or two, started offering some, some private tastings of tequila. I know that Hilda runs those, you run those, and you. Talk, you you go through all of the history, the differences between the tequila, the mezcal. A little bit of what we're getting today. That's right. So tell us where where does that happen, and how can people you know find out more about that? How do they, how do they book that? Yeah. Uh, I know that it used to be here in Cava, but tell us a little bit about what that looks like right now. Correct. So yeah, we start with this project like uh, the Cava experience, which is uh, the first thing is like uh, we try to to share about the different or the, the knowledge about tequila here what we are having uh, is that the people knows about tequila but they in these experiences for us it was at the beginning like uh, the guest needs to know about which tequila is going to be the best for you yeah right. so for this sure. means that in this uh, cava experience what we're trying to do is like uh, letting the people know about the sensations the flavors, that aromas that tequila makes you feel. And try to let them know about the different types that you can have everywhere you go. So that's why we decided to start with this project. And with this project, it worked because then what we pretending to do is like, well, I'm gonna share you all the information about the different types of tequila that you can find everywhere you go. But then you need to know about the difference with mezcal. Right. Because at yeah. the very end, what we're trying to do is like a day became become as a tequila experts, but as a tequila expert, you need to know about the difference. Right. But this is gonna be a one-on-one -on -one experience. We're gonna be right there as a tequila ambassador. We're gonna let you know about aromas, mm. flavors, sensations. And at the very end, you're gonna discover for sure which tequila tequila is gonna be the best for you, which means that everywhere you go in future, you're gonna be selecting your own tequila. If you decide about that one of them is the best for you, then you need to go, and now you don't need any recommendation because you know oh, which yeah. one is gonna be the best for you. Right. What you have to do is try to look for the brand you really like the most. But in this experience, it's, it's only for you to understand the meaning of tequila. That's awesome. Why don't, why don't you start. walk us through yeah. Yeah, what we've got in front of us? Because we've got four samplings here yeah. of different tequilas. So walk us through kind of tequila 101. What are the differences? What are the main types? Perfect. So the first thing you need to know about tequila is the main question everywhere you go is what do we need to produce tequila? A raw material is called blue agave. And picture this. Everywhere you go, you can find like a 200 different varieties of agave plant. Only one for tequila, which is going to be called blue agave. Okay. 
So we start the process, this agave plant is to be harvested, harvested, and then we continue all the process. So at the very end, we're gonna have silver tequila, blanco tequila, and then silver, blanco, or plata. This tequila is gonna be the best to make the others tequila. So let's start talking about the number one, the blanco. Why should I drink blanco? Because that's gonna be the question. So blanco is because you don't wanna know anything about the barrel flavor. You just mm. want to know about the agave plant flavor. Right. This means that the agave plant, it could be citrusy, it could be sweet. So a silver tequila, in order to be called silver or blanco, after the distillation process could be inside the bottle or could be inside the barrels, but no longer than two months. Okay. And you have to call okay. it blanco or plata. So you have to look in the label of the bottle that it's saying blanco. When it's saying blanco, it means that after the distillation process, it was in the bottle or was inside the barrel, but no longer than two months. That's gonna be the first tequila that you have in front of you. Number two is gonna be the reposado, rested, which is gonna be more than two months, but no longer than a year inside the barrel. And then you see the color is gonna be very different because we char the center of the barrel. So that means that you can have a light char, medium char, or deep char. So now number two, the reposado is because you wanna know, you would like to know about the agave plant, but you would like to know also about the barrel flavor, but not to overpower it. It's gonna be just a slightly sensation of the barrel. So it's gonna be the personality of the blanco, plus a little bit from the barrel. Yep. That's gonna be the number two, the reposado. More than two months, but no longer than a year. When the tequila is inside the barrel for more than a year, then we have to call it añejo. Mm. Oh, that makes sense. There it is. Aged tequila. More than one year, but no longer than three years. So, and that's why the color is gonna be much more in the side of the dark amber color. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. because the, the barrel is charred a little, a little much more deep. So that's gonna be number three, añejo, one to three years. Extra añejo, extra aged tequila, is gonna be the one that is in the barrel more than three years, and there's no limit. So the last type is called tequila joven, or ion tequila. Ion tequila is basically blanco, blended with the reposado, añejo, or extra añejo. Oh, oh my goodness. Or the blanco with the three of them. So this means that everywhere you go, you're gonna find only five types of tequilas. Here, in front of you, we just have the blanco, the reposado, and the añejo. And you see the three of them are totally different in the flavor and the aroma. Blanco is gonna be very citrusy and sweet. Reposado, you can get the citrusy the sweet a little bit from the, the hockey. And then the añejo, you're gonna get only the, the essence of the barrel. Perfect. So, so what, what is your favorite? If you had to pick between the three, what is what is Umberto's favorite? I love so much the, the I'm in the middle part because when when you are in Mexico, very probably we love blanco. We have so much respect for the blanco. Yeah. In my case, I love the extra añejos. I love extra edge tequila. And let me tell you why. I remember when I was in high school, they took us to a field trip to the distillery. And, and in the distillery, that was the first time I was trying one of the extra edge tequilas. So for me, the sensations in the aftertaste are gonna be the, the one I really like the most. So I love extra añejos. Yeah, that's awesome. awesome. All right, so we just we just tried one, right? We, we just tried, tried the Blanco. Okay, the and that was one. this, we go from, so we don't, we're not going in order. Yeah, we're going Blanco, okay. and then 
You said it's reposado yeah. it's gonna and be then anejo? Correct. From the left to the right, you, okay. did, you did the blanco, okay. then you, you did the reposado. Number three is going to be the añejo. Okay. In the añejo, you're going to start having that oaky flavor you all the time. You definitely get that. A little bit vanilla and chocolate. So I have a, are you familiar with Corazon tequila? Yeah, Corazon. Uh, Corazon. Corazon. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> but I've had, they have one that's uh, aged in like Blanton's bourbon barrels. Correct. Mm. So it's it's like that, but it's got a little bit of that flavor of the of the barrel. This is, one was cool. delicious, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't yeah. notice it until you called it out, but you're right. That is totally a chocolate taste in the Anejo. Correct. It's a chocolate aftertaste. That's so interesting. Yeah, the most of the time the Anejo is because you you love the smoky, you right. love the, the vanilla, the chocolate yep. flavor, because all those like aromas from flavor, the barrel, they're going to be right there from the barrel, exactly. That's amazing. And so then... Mezcal. What is what is mezcal? Why do why do we have that and it's different? So here, is, I love mezcal, but some people don't. Yeah, actually, uh, lately is the is been uh, very trendy mezcal. Everywhere you go, you're gonna hear about mezcal, and everywhere you go, you're gonna see a lot of different barrels. So here we have first of all, there's a few difference, but the the, the main difference is the baking process. Okay. But first of all, I mean the both tequila and mezcal. The both of them has their own Appalachian origin. So that means that they're gonna be produced, the both of them in Mexico, but certain states. Regions. Yeah, they, there's some regions in the both of them. Totally different. So Just here, like you can have whiskey, but it's not bourbon unless it's from Kentucky. That's right. exactly there it is. that's exactly what is happening with tequila and mezcal. The other thing here is like we are using different agave plants. Okay. So for tequila, I was telling you about the 200 different varieties, but then we use just one for tequila, blue mm-hmm. agave, mm-hmm. but not for mezcal. For mezcal, you got the chance to have like a, between like a 30, 30, or, or 35, 39 different varieties of agave plants. Oh, wow. And this means that very probably you can take all of them and make one bottle, or you can start making individual bottles. Wow. But for me, uh, uh, my personal opinion is like uh, the main difference between tequila and mezcal is going to be the baking process. Mm. Because with tequila, very probably we're using the brick ovens, the steel tanks for the oh. baking process. But not with mezcal. With mezcal, is back in the time it was the way to cook the agave plant. Here with mezcal, what they do is um, like a underground. They they are using underground pit ovens, which mean, which oh, means wow. like a large hole in the ground, like a huge hole in the ground, <laughs> and they put like a volcanic rocks or lava rocks around it. In the center, they have charcoal with fire. Oh my gosh. Agave plants at the top part, and they cover the, the top, top part with earth and fibers, which means that smokiness stays there because it cannot go out anywhere. So when it's done and they pull out all the agave plants, the smokiness is gonna be all the way in the process until it's gonna be bottled. With mezcal, one single drop makes you feel something like, like moving yeah. because right. then you can get at the same time, like smoky, you can have sweet and you can have that like a citrusy sensation. The three, the three times, the three items at the same time. I haven't tried it yet. I haven't tried the mezcal yet. All right, come on, Christina. Should we do it? Let's do it. Did you guys do it Let's yet? Let's do the mezcal. Okay. So you want to do? Are we it? supposed to do the crickets first? Yeah. So here, the, the problem what, is. What's the thing with the crickets? How did yeah. this come into it? So here, <laughs> are they trapped in the underground pit? No. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe. <laughs> 
the, the, the thing here with the crickets is very like a traditional in Oaxaca. Oaxaca is one of the main states that they're producing mezcal. The most of the uh, mezcal production comes from Oaxaca and they're using the crickets. Crickets, you can find it in a different presentations, which is gonna be salty, very for a garlic or chocolate presentation, but this is gonna be salty. Here what happened is the salty, you, you can eat the one, one or two crickets, chew and swallow, then you're gonna wait until your brain has the knowledge about the salty sensation. Then you have to do a sip of the mezcal, but just a little bit. The combination in the mouth makes you feel like a thousand, like a needles. Oh, like a, it's gonna wow. be like a, oh. like a sweet, spicy sensation. Like the salsa sensation is gonna be right there. Then you wait until you have that like a orange sensation, like somebody's squeezing the, the orange peel in your mouth. You do the orange, aftertaste is gonna be like a Gigi's had a cocktail made wow. with mezcal. But okay. in reality, it's gonna be just a little bit from the mezcal, but it's so, so. All right, so just to make sure complex. I've got this, this rhythm right, it's cricket, cricket, pause, mezcal, pause, orange. Correct. And so that's so, a cocktail so in my mouth. Everybody knows Christina is freaking out about the grasshoppers. I am. And these, these are <laughs> actual crickets. crickets. I'm, we're not, this is not hyperbole. This no, is not a metaphor. No. These are crickets. I, I can see the legs. All right. I'm, doing, I'm doing one tiny, tiny, oh tiny piece. <laughs> okay. okay. Cricket abdomen. Because I've been nauseous all morning thinking about this. <laughs> all right. Perfect. Here we go. Crickets, crickets. first. One, Salud. two, three. Salud. Oh, it's actually not bad. I'm getting the salty, so I'm ready. All right, let's go. Okay. Wow, that is strong. No, it looks, looks wow. really strong. Here's the needles, Smoky. salsa yeah. dance. And then the orange. And for you, for you right now, it's like a, the aftertaste because your brain is starting like a, like it's scanning <laughs> all the information in the mouth. So for your brain, you just have a cocktail made with mezcal, but if you take a look at it, it was just a little bit from uh-oh, Alston had to walk call. away. He's coughing over there. I just, I just swallowed the orange the wrong way. I'm totally okay, fine. Okay, okay. I'm going to have a chip but, and some know, block. I didn't know if the cricket came alive. The or cricket's if it was back. Like the, the Jiminy. Cricket. Jiminy's Jimmy. coming. No, that That's was actually it really does, cool. Yeah. It gives you like the cocktail like and, and experience. You, you do that during the La Cava experience? Yeah, something like actually, that? actually, it's going to be so nice. La Cava experience now, we got this... Uh, this special room for this te tequila tasting. In that room, the guests could, could it's gonna be right there right, and seated, but then it's gonna be like a one-on-one -on -one experience. And That's this amazing. means that we're gonna go through any any type of tequila, but one by one, feeling about sensations, flavors, and aromas. So at the end, when you are having all the knowledge about the tequila, and then we proceed with the mezcal. We made that difference, and at the end we do the crickets, we do the mezcal, and we do the orange, because yes. at the very end, uh, you need to know about the different the differences about yeah. the tequila and the mezcal. <laughs> so it's gonna be um, like a 45 minutes experience, but it's gonna wow. be very, very complex. So when you say one-on-one, -on -one, but could you do that with a group? Correct. Like how many people could you bring to Actually, that? now we got only two presentations, 10.45 and 12.45, and each group, it could be like 18 people. 18, 18. people, okay. Nice. Yeah, so. And so for people who are familiar, this happens across the walkway, correct? Right by the water in Epcot. 
inside of the restaurant. Correct. La, la Cazienda yep. restaurant. Yeah, it's gonna be right there. That's a really cool location. All right, let's go around and say our favorite margaritas mm. yeah. from La Cava because yeah. we've talked a lot about this, but I think we know most people come here for the margaritas. Right. They stand in line for hours just to get that amazing margarita. So mine is actually La Flaca, okay. the skinny margarita. I love that one it's a here. Um, Christina, what's your go-to here? Mine is El Diablo. It's spicy. It has a tahini rim. It's made with jalapenos. Absolutely, just love. It's probably my favorite margarita. Amazing. Anywhere. Amazing. Austin, what do you? Uh, if you're if you're choosing one, what what's your go-to? I know <laughs> this sounds a little odd if you haven't had this flavor pairing before, but the cucumber margarita mm. actually has an amazing balance of flavor to it. And so that's one of my favorites. And if I'm... Uh, he's, uh, he's still choking on the orange, folks. We don't know what's Cricket. going on with him. Cricket's making a comeback. <laughs> but if I'm ready to splurge, I do love the Neil Patrick Harris one. And we, were just, right. we were just eyeing his table off to the distance over here. If you're not familiar, the actor Neil Patrick Harris is also a fan of La Cava, only second to us. That's and right. He's got his own table here at La Cava de Tequila. Do you see him a lot, Humberto? Yeah, I mean, yep. he, he was here, and actually, he, he come here very, very often. Yeah, very often. And we left out the most famous margarita, the avocado margarita. Right. I think that's the first one I ever had here, so probably the same case for most people. Correct, yeah, yeah. and actually, that's our specialty margarita. It's gonna yep. be our, our, because I mean, here, the most of the time when the people is asking for the avocado margarita, I mean, when you say avocado, for some reason in your mind you relate it with guacamole, but there's nothing to do with guacamole. Right, it's gonna be right, right. totally it's very different. melon tasting to me. Exactly. Yeah. And it's yeah. gonna be like a creamy margarita, oh, but it's yeah. so, so nice. We actually use silver tequila for this one. Wow. And actually, I mean, we use a fresh avocado, melon liqueur, and then um, all is blended. But at the very end, we enhance the flavor with the hibiscus salt on oh, red. Yeah. Oh, the hibiscus. So, yeah, it's, it's amazing. That's going to be very, like, a really to-go margarita when you're here at La Cava. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. And my, you know, you talked about it earlier, Austin, but some of the best chips and queso and yeah. guacamole on property. Which is so. what we're eating right now in addition to all this tequila, just to soak it up a bit. Right, that's so right. It's wise if we're you're going to be having tequila and margaritas. Get a balance down there. Yeah, yeah get some <laughs> chips. So... Um, all right. Any any last thoughts, Austin? Any uh, Umberto? Any uh, anything else that the people need to know before they come and try out La Cava de Tequila? Sure. So now remember, La Cava is gonna be this place like you can be right here, but you can enjoy all the environment. If you got the chance and you really want to learn about tequilas or our staff, they have the knowledge. They can guide you to to choose the best choice for you according to your taste buds or according to what you like the most so here you can be here but you can enjoy the environment you can make some friends yep so this is gonna be one of the the place here at disney that you can enjoy it so much and it's gonna be like a little park from mexico in disney right world. that's what i love about epcot is all the countries truly feel authentic to me and like you said when they went to go build la cava de tequila they came to tequila they didn't go Hey, who in Mexico wants to do this tequila bar we're opening? They came to the heart of tequila, which is where you're from. So I love that authenticity in there. And I would just challenge you, if you're, you know, you've got some time in Epcot, don't just go to the line for the margaritas. Come sit in here, enjoy, get a table, get a table for a little bit, bring your friends. 
One of my favorite experiences was Tim's, <laughs> not bachelor party, <laughs> the vow renewal bachelor party. That's right. Where it's we September. came to La Cava. And it was just an amazing experience, share with friends, good food, good tequila, and, and you guys made that happen. So we appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you guys. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right, I think, I think it's time for uh, maybe a to-go margarita. That's but right. Humberto, <laughs> thank you for hosting us. Thank you to La Cava de Tequila. Thank you to Epcot. And we'll uh, see you guys real soon. Thank you, guys. Thank you for being here, and I hope to see you soon again. Absolutely. We'll thank you. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode of the Travel Mission Podcast. Listen, if you had a great time listening, felt like you got some good travel tips, go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss an episode every single week. Also, feel free to share these episodes. If you have friends going to these destinations that need a little help, go ahead and share or tag your favorite Travel Mation agent. And if you really want to love on us, leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcast. It would mean so much to our team and just continue to help us do better serving you. Thanks so much.